There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good afternoon, it is the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Congrats, Kim Williams from Columbia Heights. Our most recent winner of an Amazon Echo Spot during this month of April, which is rapidly coming to a close. So we don't have a whole lot more of these to give away. So if you want to have a chance to win one for yourself, the Amazon Echo Spot, make sure you download the new and improved and easy-to-use MyTalk app. Get yourself registered. You might not win the spot, but you could win something else. We have listener rewards. We have, we have another week to give these away. Uh, we yeah. have a week, yeah. Well, and that's what I said. Oh, okay. <laughs> Julia is ready just to do a correction. I am. Yeah. I said we didn't have a whole lot left to oh. give away. So. I know, but you know, Sometimes. she's used to correcting people for years. And every no, once and I'm in a while. I'm used to being corrected here. That's right. You know, I correct it all the time. I just do. I really do. Thank <laughs> you for letting. Lori, yeah. you get me. I get you. You see me, honey. I do. It's your lead in. Oh, That Greece would turn 40 years old. Did it come out in 78? Yeah, sure. Damn. I worked at the Highland Movie Theater. I remember the 17 magazine, the first photos that we saw of John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John dancing. He had in the black suit with the pink socks. Yeah. And the pink pocket square. And she had on the yellow skirt and they were just dancing. And I just remember just, I can't wait for this movie to come out. We can't wait for this movie to come out. 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. The best... The best album, <laughs> except for that song. That's one I don't like. I mean, that Grease oh. album. Love the soundtrack. Yeah. Love everything about it. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. So Olivia Newton-John sat down um, with Natalie Morales from the Today Show to talk about just some Grease. This is last year, it, It's though. last year, but... Talking about Grease? Grease. Okay, let's, let's, let's dig it up. When was the last time you watched Grease? You know, it comes on the air occasionally and I'll walk by, but the last yeah. time I watched it, this is really a funny story. I love this story. And forgive me if I've told you it before. No, no, no. Tell but me. Many years ago, when John and I first got married, John Travolta wanted to meet John, my John. Mm -hmm. So he invited us for dinner at his house. And he has a house where he has a runway outside. And I remember when we were working together uh, making Grease, he told me his vision that one day he would have a house and a runway and a plane outside. So mm -hmm. he, he's created his vision. I've created my yes. vision. So he invited us for dinner. We went there and after, as, as we're having dinner, John Travolta asks my husband, had he seen Greece? And my husband, who has never, had never seen it, said, no, he hadn't seen it. Oh my God. And um, John Travolta said, seriously, where were you? Up, up the river on the Amazon or something? <laughs> so he, 
we finished dinner and then he said, we're going to have dessert on the plane. We, uh -huh. And my husband's a pilot, so he was excited because he loves planes. He has a passion for them too. Yeah. So he took us on the plane and they had dessert laid out. And he had Grease playing on the, on the television. Wow. So he got to watch it with the both of us on John's plane. And he said, How amazing. Yeah, he said, this is a really good movie. I can see why people like it. <laughs> what did he so think of Bad Sandy? Did he like oh, it? He, he liked it. He loved it. Yeah, he thought it was funny. But I thought that was, <laughs> that was such a great memory that that's the way he saw it. He, had, he saw it in the most perfect way. Yeah, it's a really cute movie. And it's, of course... Um, Ocola, Florida. What is it again? Ocala. Ocala, Ocala Florida. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it was just by where my dad lived. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so when some of the things about the making of Grease, the the film director. Well, um, here's the most shocking. Oh. She was five years older than John she Travolta. She was in her late twenties, and they were play, play, pitching her to play at high school. High school. I mean, yeah. That, that yeah. never happens, though, where they cast a woman, a woman that's older, that's oh, older that's than true. the guy. I mean, yeah. they needed a singer. Yeah, yeah, it just never happens. Yeah. And um, so the guy who um, did directed the movie, um, he had already done Boy in the ba in the Plastic Bubble with John Travolta, John. Mm -hmm. and so he said he was um, his kind of his memory about John Travolta was they were starting to talk about Greece, and he said, um, you know, do you want to go get a bite and let's talk about doing the movie Greece, and and so. Um, John Travolta said, let's just do a McDonald's drive-thru. So they go through the drive-thru, and this director said, I want you to order the food like Vinny Barbarino, who he was still playing at the time on Welcome Back, Carter. So can you imagine? And the, the lady just freaked out. Oh, my gosh, it's Vinny Barbarino. I mean, remember, he was so, yeah. had such a different accent. Well, I wonder what the their crow's feet test was that the director made him do. What's that one? He just, I don't know, get him out in sunlight and yeah. squint. See? You know, be, if they because had they were in their 20s. Yeah. Right. Uh, be, I guess that was when they were trying out. I guess if their facial lines were visible, they weren't going to cast him. I love that. Yeah. I love that. And they didn't know, he wasn't sure of Olivia Newton-John being able to be sexy um, because she's so sweet and innocent. Mm -hmm. And she was a perfect Sandy, but at she the was. end she has to vamp it up. He said she went in and put on some clothes for him and kind of vamped it up. He said, all right, you'll mm. work. You'll work. Mm. Um, so here's what um, Olivia Newton-John says stands out about filming. Um, when you think about when you were filming Grease, what stands out in your mind? Fun. Yeah. So much fun. And lifelong friends I've made, Dee Dee and John. And a lot of the cast, we still stay in touch on email. And, um, you know, we created something that mm -hmm. is still, people still love it. It's amazing to me. Did you know then how much your life was going to change? And I mean, I, I can't imagine that as you were filming this, you thought this is going to be the biggest movie ever. No. Excuse me. You couldn't yeah. possibly imagine that all these years later it would still be loved. And, mm -hmm. you know, I meet little kids come to my show with their grandparents who saw it the first time. And the little kids, you know, they have just discovered it. And um, yeah. so it's... It's a phenomenon, so I'm very grateful for that fact that I've been in a film that's still beloved. And I got to dance with two of the world's greatest dancers, Gene, uh, Gene Kelly. Kelly and John Travolta. So for oh. me, who had two left feet oh. as a young girl, that's pretty good. <laughs>
She's talking, of course, Xanadu. Yeah. That god-awful movie on roller skates. Yeah. I was confused by that. I said, did Gene no. Kelly have something no, to no. do with Grease? She's talking no, about Xanadu. Yeah, that's why I got confused. Oh, yeah. I remember. That was, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was so bad. Yeah. But, you know, that was the second best-selling soundtrack in 1978. Only After Saturday Night, Night Fever, Fever was yeah. first. And I remember when um, I married Casey, his daughter was in fifth grade, and she and all of her fifth grade friends... They they couldn't get enough of Greece. Yeah. I they think watched that, that movie one, endlessly. It was like just. I think it keeps going. I don't think that one. The one is who dated. always looked the most old of the teenagers was Stockard Channing's character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but I know she was the bad girl. But just yeah. Eve Arden as the principal yep, and Didi Khan right. as Frenchie. That's mm-hmm. who Livian yeah. Johnson yeah. she's mm-hmm. still friends with. She shared a story about. Um, because people, they're getting interviewed. Yeah. And she said nobody could have remembered the rap party. Somebody brought uh, delicious brownies with something in that. Stop. And all we did was laugh and Stop. laugh. She says if anyone says they remember anything other than laughing, they're lying. Okay, that's hysterical. Um, And she also said that cast members had to fight not to pass out from the heat. As all the windows were kept closed during filming as the school that paraded as Rydell High Venice High School in Los Angeles was situated next to a pork plant. It was so smelly, noisy, and so very, very hot, but you just had to keep moving or you'd faint from the heat. And I guess Kanicki, Jeff Conway, was having sex with everybody on the set. Oh, I'm sure he was. He just was getting lucky left and right. And he's since passed. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I saw him in that show, Celebrity Rehab. Yes, you did. Yeah, he he struggled, but... He lo- he wanted to get with Olivia Newton John, but he got with everybody else. Yeah, I wonder who who she was um, hanging out with at the time. Because I, I wonder if John Travolta was still hanging out with uh, that lady that he met in the Boy in the Bubble, oh. Diane Hayward or Hi- oh, no. Highland. Uh, Diana Nyland. Nyland, Nyland. Yeah. so yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Hmm. But did he have a little thing with his lady from Saturday Night Fever too, the dancer? Yes, she yes. from all my children. Yes, yes, he did. Gorley. Karen from Karen. all my Karen children. Go- something Gornick. Yes, yeah. was she Karen? It was Karen. No, but her Karen was... Gormley or whatever was yeah, her name. Like yeah, that. her name. Yeah. Oh, what was it? All right, well, know. we'll think. But I think he, uh, yeah, he wasn't available to Olivia at the time. Yeah. Well, they were he sweet. probably felt like her well, brother, but they had undeniable chemistry. Oh yeah. Oh, and I never oh, knew Barry, Barry Gibb wrote... Um, Grease is the word? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sure did. Mm. Yeah. Stalker Channing was 34. Was oh, she that old? No 34. wonder she didn't look like a teenager. <laughs> oh she, good Lord. That is hysterical. But her voice was amazing. Oh, and she was a great... She was, she was so great good. She role, was 34. She, oh, my no gosh. Wonder. That explains a lot. All right, yeah. we got to go. It's time for Random Thoughts. And also, this hour, our Bon Jovi ticket giveaway. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. So here's something. Um, Today we are celebrating National Book... Well, it's National Book Week. And um, it is fantastic. And I just wanted to read this headline. If you are a parent of young children, reading aloud to your kids does promote good behavior and sharpens their attention. Mm-hmm. It's a lifelong thing. So that's always a good, good thing to do to your kids. It was one of my favorite ways to bond with mine. Yeah. Um, so here's a couple things about our library system. 
Did you notice how I pronounced the word right? Very happy that you did your library Proud. like you're five. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just get lazy and just like to... Library. Yeah. Okay, so the first library opened in Massachusetts in 1790 with a collection... Yes, you got Massachusetts! We can only focus on this story Jeez, for your pronunciation. Two. Sorry. Sorry. You guys. One more good word and you're getting a ribbon. But who do you think donated the first collection of books to the library? In Massachusetts? Mm -hmm. Paul Revere. Close. Hmm. Benjamin Franklin. Yes. Benjamin Franklin. He donated the first books. Here's a little bit about um, Mental Floss did this thing and they spoke to librarians across the country. Here's a little bit of information that you may or may not know. You need to at least have a master's degree to be a librarian. Okay. They're increasingly in demand. Okay. In case you're thinking it's a dying industry. Not. The Bureau of Labor Statistics estimates librarian jobs of all kind, not just those in public libraries, will increase by 9% to 20 up by 2016 in fact 2017 a report came out that found that librarians curators and archivists yes were among the occupational groups with the highest profitability and increased demand by 2030 not they're, hi- they're looking for an archivist at paisley park wouldn't that be an amazing I job think so fascinating you got to have at least three years of archivist experience. Well, I do scrapbooking. Can't there that be? Oh, I mean, you just think doing your... Follow I'm just up. kidding, too. But I thought of that today. I, mm-hmm. You know, um, they can help you. Librarians can help you with everything from metadata to filling out your taxes. I mean, they know exactly how to ask computers things the right way to get your answers. Yeah. I mean, remember having to learn the catalog system with the catalog the drawers? Decimal. Decimal. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Um their jobs are dependent on taxes because people cut funding here mm-hmm. and there. Um, please don't ever ask them for boy books. Oh, they want books for just boys or just girls. Mm-hmm. They, they, no, they won't answer to that. Okay. Um, they wish you would stop using bacon as a bookmark with your library books. <laughs> what? Jeez. <laughs> oh, or leave weird things in the book drop. Like things that should go to Goodwill or somewhere else. What? Oh, yep. My gosh. This is so funny. They found fireworks, <laughs> eggs, fish. Um, you know, I can just see it as a prank. You go into yeah. the book yeah. deposit yeah. thing. They have a code of ethics. It used to be, um, it was a 28-point code of ethics. It's down to eight points now. But the mission statement is um, dealing with censorship, private, privacy, and how librarians should juggle um there are private views that may differ from the employing institution. You need to keep them to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also do not want your old magazines. Yeah. So leave those out of the depositories as well. Okay. okay. I thought that was good. Ooh. Um, in another thing that is cha- la 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 being celebrated today is Glamour Magazine, which has been around since 1938, is experiencing a new um, they just got a new look to it. We've posted it. Melissa McCarthy's on the cover and they have a new editor in chief. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
Samantha Berry, and she um, is not afraid of change. She did the redesign of the 79-year-old title. She is challenged with... I hate um, the new... I hate the new... I hate it. Really? Well, Why? it doesn't bug me as, as much as it bugs the, the you. The other one, glamour? I don't know. It was so pow. It was glamorous. This See? is not a glamorous font. It is all right. That's fair. Yeah, but she joined Connie Nast just three years, three months ago. It's, it smacks of desperation, Jules. All right. Well, when this I'm is one of it. their most lucrative titles. The magazine still has the largest circulation. Yeah, uh, two point three million um, in the second half of twenty seventeen. And her main goal is making glamour relevant again. Yes. They have been. They rarely. I ju- love glamour magazine. I do too. They, I get their daily little things. Mm-hmm. They rarely generate buzz online. They've been losing both print and online readers to growing yeah. fast upstarts like Refinery29 and Bustle. Yeah. So she just says um, she's going to... I, I don't know that the font is going right, to It bugs help. you so much. But well, the, it's not a glamorous... It looks like an art deco... It does. ...restaurant sign. It is. ...for a restaurant called Glamour. It's, does, it lacks pow. It looks like a music magazine. Yeah, it just... It's, it's not quite going to jump out yeah. I, I, if it doesn't work she'll change it she's going to change said? it she's oh, going to change it okay. she said um we that's not the problem all right, the magazine, fine, Lori, I don't think, all right you know well she wants it to be edgy again she <laughs> has a meeting every morning at nine o'clock with her staff to evaluate traffic and engagement yeah it's just here's the deal young people don't pick up and they don't buy magazines anymore. no they don't so they have to figure out how to monetize it online exactly and not, you know, and keep it accessible for everybody. That's got to be a tough job. Mm-hmm. Okay, treat your precious puppy to a doggy-sized sun hat. Donnie posted these. <laughs> and um, Do dogs need sun hats? Well, s- apparently, the, the hats are from Tails Up. They're paw perfect. Maybe for their eyes? Well, protecting your dog's eyes and heads from the sun and harmful rays. Now, I never knew this before. I mean, my mom's little Maltese cookie had white hair and the pinkest skin under that white hair. Yeah, some of them do look like they have the pink. They could be like like sunburned. They could be sunburned. But wouldn't you think all that damn hair would keep it from... I don't know. But they look cute in their hats if you can get it on that dog. Mm -hmm. And it says, um, Havana Ulala. I heard her concert was a blast. On Friday night, I knew people that went. Yeah. They said it was great. Yeah, Reeman Schneider reviewed it, and they liked it. They said it was fun. So... A quick, uh, quick fact, going back to Greece. Thank you, caller. Jeff Conaway, who played Kanicki, was there. Now, a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's happening right now? Trending online this afternoon, Madonna, she has lost her bid to keep her breakup letter uh, from Tupac Shakur from being auctioned off. The judge says, will you sign something that said that? Yeah, you can sell that. So sorry, Madonna. Also trending online today, Eminem, the hip hop star is celebrating 10 years of sobriety. Also today is World Book Day. Also Westworld trending, the HBO series had its second season debut last night on the premium cable network. And Afro Levine trending today, the singer made her first red carpet appearance in over two years on Friday at the Race to Erase MS Gala in Beverly Hills. Also trending, The Fast and the Furious, an animated TV series based on the movie franchise, is a go over on Netflix. That's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com. She says we got 
only one thing. All you Bon Jovi fans, get your fingers ready to uh, dial. dial us because we're going to have guests of celebrity voice. Right now, Bon Jovi is at the Excel this Saturday night, which means he must sell a lot of records here uh, for him to be here on a Saturday night. Either that or he's still having that thing, supposedly, that urban legend says. With the he's woman up one, north. Yeah, the woman in Brainerd. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who, or Bemidji. Bemidji. Bemidji, that was the urban <laughs> yeah, legend. The woman from Bemidji. <laughs> that was a good one. All right, so we're going to play Guess the Celebrity Voice. Yeah, 651 Let's hit it, Donnie. That's what I thought, too. And when I found out he's, he was in town and they're like, he can meet you this afternoon. And I had been running errands and I was in yoga clothes, but not going to yoga. You know what I mean? <laughs> so... I was like, oh, I know who that is, but I can't. <laughs> Tip of your tongue. Yeah, 651-641-1071. So okay. the concert, again, is this uh, Saturday. Um, kind of excited to go. Yes. I'm kind of excited to go. I guess you are. Yeah, you know me. Okay, also last night watching Westworld. So my brother was in town. He left this morning. He was here. For Paisley Park, but he watches Westworld. So okay. I'm like, oh, maybe Casey will. Because last year at the, at the last episode, this crazy finale, Casey looks at me and he goes, I'm done with that show. Because he loved the original Westworld movie with Yul Brynner. I think you, I've ne- never heard of it before. Oh my gosh, either have yeah, I. It was a Michael Crichton novel is what Westworld is based oh, from. It was like a that. 1973 movie. And Casey just said the movie was so wild and so good about this whole. Anyway, so anyway, long story short, Casey's like, okay, I'll watch it. Larry and I can't remember doodly do. Okay, I'll and do it. There's Casey remembering all this stuff. And we're like, thank goodness you watched it with us. You're like our translator because it's a sci-fi yeah, I know. That's why I'm not into it. It's sci-fi, and if you think Game of Thrones is confusing, this is like ten times worse. That's why I'm not into it. But in the middle of it, the middle of the show, what do they drop? Because it's going to be on HBO, just like um, Westworld is. We get a full trailer for uh, Gillian Flynn's novel, which we love this book. It's her very first book. 12 years ago, 13 years mm-hmm. ago, called Sharp Objects, yep. starring... Amy Adams. So we've posted that. It looked chilling and it's like from the producer of Get Out and the people from um, that uh, some connection to Big Little Eyes, maybe just because it's HBO. But Gillian Flynn tweeted out this morning. She's super excited because she got like a, you know, Gene Mark is the guy that did Little Big Lies is the is the director. Oh, so that's why. Yes, okay. That's why. Okay, good. It so, looks amazing. Well, if you just to remind me, I because you and I are like, how did this even end? Or I can't even remember the book, but I remember loving it. Loving it. And um she comes out of a psychiatric hospital. Ward, hospital. She's been there for a couple of years to 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 find out what happened to her, her sis to her yeah. and her sister. But then she goes home to her hometown it'll to... It'll be like a, a whole Psychological new, puzzle. It'll be a whole new thing for us, Julie, because we can't remember how the exactly. book ended. Like Little Big Lies. We couldn't remember how we that ended. Remember Big it. Little Lies or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And this comes out in July. Yes. On HBO. Okay, do we have a winner? We have. This is Blair is joining us, and she's going to tell us who this voice belongs right. to. That's what I thought, too. And when I found out he's he was in town, and they're like, he can meet you this afternoon. And I had been running errands, and I was in yoga clothes, but not going to yoga. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Blair, who is that? Know who it is. That is Amy Adams. Just yes, about about lawyers. Lawyers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you a Bon Jovi fan? I am, yes. And who are you gonna who's gonna be your concert worthy date? 
I don't know yet. You know, I have to get off work. And actually, Julia, you were in my work last summer over at WA Frost. Oh, hi, honey. How are you? Hi. I'm great. Thank Good. you. How are well, you guys? Well, congratulations. Well, maybe we'll stop by on, on Saturday night before the concert. No, we always go to the Eagle before we no, go I to know. the concert. And you're going to Led Zeppelin. I am going to Led Zeppelin. A tribute show. Yeah. So we'll all but be downtown, you. though, Blair. Thanks, guys. Get it have off. You have to get it thank off. Thank you, Blair. Bye-bye. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we go. Yeah. Hold on. How did we not recognize Amy Adams? I did recognize her. You know what I'm surprised? I didn't that... listen the first oh. time around. So when I listen, <laughs> oh, I'm like, duh. Geez. I'm surprised the Chan Hassan Dinner Theater, because they the buses to Paisley Park were at the Southwest Transit System, sure. which is that parking ramp. Thing, right, connected to connected. the parking lot, yeah. kind of. So we were in the Chan Hassan quite a bit, right. you know, either the bar or going to the bathroom or whatever. And why don't they have a poster or something Home up of, of Amy Adams? A tribute to her. I don't know. I, don't know. I know someone who's <laughs> listening, Chris. Um, you could always send me a text. Yeah. I mean, let I me just know, feel like that, that's Why kind haven't of a you little, done a tribute to her? They put up a, a thing by the Fireside Lounge of uh, an excerpt um, of uh, the interview that maybe John Bream had with Mick Sterling about the night that Prince popped Played. in for the Ray Charles tribute mm-hmm. in yeah. February, two mm-hmm. months before mm-hmm. he died. They have a little plaque of that next to the fireside room. And I don't know. I just feel like there well, should be. They, they have four photos I like how of we're all wondering these people. Out loud. Yes, we're wondering out loud why there isn't a poster mm-hmm. of Amy Adams, you know, all but right. maybe she's And I'm always- going to wonder out loud why there aren't any more par- parking spaces in Highland Park. And Selby and Western. Julia, you've got to get yourself a parking I'm, genie. Well, I'm going to run for city council for really? a city I don't even live in anymore. Uh, that might be difficult. That's, that, I'm going to try. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. It can be done. Yeah. Okay, other things that are happening in TV. I did see the two guys, Lori um, Carter, Carter Osterhouse, who is on our man wall. Oh. Is he still here, Lori, for that ocean blue is he um, one that fell? Oh, he's right here. He's, right there, he's yeah. under Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> Ty Pendleton, you know, about talking about trading spaces, going back on the air again. I, I wonder, do you know what this is, where you have two days to redo someone's house? That just sounds like a nightmare. Well, I know, that but, I don't but it was watch. a fun show. Yeah, okay. It was a I know, fun show at I know. the time. I never watched it. But, but there, Carter is so hot. Yeah. Remember he was in He's studio. married to Amy he Adams. He's married to Amy, not no, Amy Adams. No. Uh, the one who was, um, her name is Amy. Amy she was a news smart. reporter. Yes. Amy Smart. Amy Sm- oh, Smart. The actress. Yes. The, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. The actress. Was mm-hmm. she in Felicity? Amy I don't smart? know. Okay. I don't know. No. You have to Google her. Do right, something right. over there, Donnie. Google, make yourself Thank useful. You. Answer your oh, questions. Thanks so much for your My gosh. <laughs> I love that. She just said that. I know. Yeah, All right, fine. I mean, you yes, know. Yes, Amy some... Smart indeed was in Felicity. Okay, look okay. at that. You answered your own question. <laughs> I'll just verify. Uh, American Idol is desperate. And I took it off my DVR because I can oh, no longer pity or hate watch American Idol, even for my beloved Lionel Richie. I can't do it. They're doing so bad that they are now to get a headline and to get somebody because every week they drop lower and lower. There's less people tuning in. Normally, as you get tighter towards mm-hmm. less, it, the number goes up. Yeah. I'm not, no one's interested, Lori. People are not. Well, uh, I'm sorry. They're it not is, interested. So they are going to do these It's live- interesting when networks learn what we already knew. Yeah, I know it. Everyone said the same thing. It's too soon. We're not, we haven't missed it. We're not ready. And then yet, no one listens. No one listened. No one listens. So they're going to air live in all time zones across the country for three weeks. This is their breathtaking news. 
because then everyone can vote at the same time and they can have the live results at the and end of the, the show. And they're the first series to ever do that. Wow. Wow. Are they changing the time zones to all be the same time zone? Uh, no. They're going to start no. it. I, I don't know. So the results yeah. will be revealed in real time yeah. and then Idol will re-air. Woo-hoo. I mean, so I don't know if that means they're trying to cut down a night. I don't know, and I don't care. Yeah, okay. Well, there you yeah. go. There I don't know, go. and I don't care. care. Now, what do you think about SJP uh, releasing Sex in the City-style bridal I, collection with the guilt? I absolutely this- love this. So okay, what she's me. doing is, um, you know, she's already got her shoe line out, and now she's getting into non-conventional or non-traditional wedding dresses. And there'll be dresses that you can wear to get married in, but also you can wear them afterwards to other things. So They're it's, not the full-blown... They, no, they're not the full-blown white bridal gowns. And she says some pieces will feel more decadent and, and more specifically bridal, but there's no law saying they're not appropriate for many important occasions. Are they all white and cream? No, and they pink? aren't at all. They're going to okay. be a whole different range of colors. They're not out yet. All right, but so we it's don't for, know. People have been uh, looking to wear something that felt different on their big day. And um, Let we me kept translate having, for second and third and fourth and fifth time, six time brides. We recognize that there was this <laughs> space where brides were looking for something that felt different. Yeah. That suggested who they were, the, you not know, who the designer was. The ladies at the gift shop in the Bellagio that's across from the shoe store said Do that they people, hate it too? Well, they miss. People that stay at the Bellagio miss a shoe shop. Miss having a shoe store that you can buy shoes in. Yeah, basically, of all because kinds. her shoe store is so pretty, but you can't buy any shoes there because you don't want to spend seven hundred dollars and you don't want to fit your foot in that pointy toe. There's had, a limited amount of styles in the yep. SJP boutique. There, there like literally might be seven styles of shoes, and they're three ninety five, four ninety five, five ninety five. It's such a waste of space. And it used to be this Wonderful. shoe store that was curated and bought, had buyers from the Bellagio. They mm-hmm. did the shoe shopping there, and it just had kind of everything. So for something for everybody. Yeah, but in so things you, you wouldn't find anywhere else. Yeah, so now you can only buy like flip flops at the Bellagio or SJP shoes. There's it's nothing a, in a, between. It's a drag. <laughs> It's They're kind. forcing shopping to go over to the fashion mall <laughs> they, no, or, or the shops at Caesar. That's right. What's uh, the mm-hmm. price range on SJP's? Stuff it's that, five to seven hundred. Five to seven hundred. I think you can get in the three ninety five area, but it's not a just a. No, oh, he's talking gonna, about the bridal. What's the, the bridal, bridal range? What's the range she doesn't have that available either. Oh, she I does too. Was, yeah. Well, then you tell us, Donnie. <laughs> Why didn't you just tell us? Two ninety five to twenty four hundred. So that is a big, big range. range of pricing, isn't it? Wow. All right. Well, SJP, you go get it, girl. Uh, no kidding. All right. Listen, do we, it. When we come back, it's time to Hollywood speak uh, on vacation with your 20 year old girlfriend and and her mom. We're going to just sort of peel that back and see if it's a short answer or a long answer. And- so, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. Hollywood speaking. What is the meaning of this? Julia, what do you make of this? So last weekend, we spotted Leonardo at Beachella Coachella under a hood with these wacky glasses and his 20-year-old girlfriend. Now How he's, old is he? He's um, 40. 44. Four, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now he's been spotted at the Brando Resort, which is where all the celebrities go because it's like $15,000 a night in French Polynesia. And no paparazzi can find you. No. But but someone did apparently. He, yeah, he's there with his girlfriend and his mom, and producer Mike Medavoy and his wife. Indeed, he's taken his girlfriend and his mom 
on vacation. This is not the first time. No, he vacations with his mom a lot. And the girlfriend, the model of the moment girlfriend. How do you think his mom, now his mom is German. Do you think she's... She doesn't even bother. She's sussing out the girls on the side, wondering, could they be the mother of my future grandchild? Okay, we went through this phase called weekend mommies. Mm -hmm. Okay, that in that phase was when my dad had a different girlfriend every weekend. Uh Or maybe it was every month. But it was, you know, weekend with dads, we'd always have to meet someone new. And I'm like, I don't even want to meet, I don't care. I'm not even going to be nice to this one. Yeah. I mean, there's this one, if it's, you last, if we can make it two weekends with us. He's getting two I mean, vacations done at once. And his mom is probably like, you know, I don't want to get to know yet another Right, this is a perfect vacation to go on because so she there's can other read people. Books and, yeah. All right, fine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Shania Twain apologizing for saying she would have voted for honest Donald Trump. This is an interview she gave in The Guardian. And... Um, you know, I felt when I saw Shania's uh, documentary show on Oxygen or own, own, it was on Oprah's she, network. She's missing something. The elevator does not go all the way up to the top of the brain. Okay. <laughs> it is not. She was one of the most deadly, dull, mm-hmm. flat. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, I mean, I just was just like, wow. What her producer ex husband made her great. Well, I think she's had a great voice and right. she had a good career for a long, long time. But he managed her. Yes, he did. He did. Anyway, so she's, they asked her that um, if she would have voted for Donald Trump if she was an American citizen. And um, did she, what is her exact quote? Her exact quote is she would have voted for him because he, not because of his politics, but because he seemed honest. And then um, she was trending all day on Twitter yesterday, and now she is apologizing. I don't know if he gets a bonus point for being racist and misogynistic with Shania. I have no idea what honesty she's talking about. Well, it it's, yep. Yeah. So she's apologizing. It took yep. her three tweets to do it, and... Um, it just seems- she said the question caught her off guard, and that's why she gave the answer. So it's not a good. That's not a good response. Why would they ask a Canadian who it, she would have voted for say, for president? Too. That just is dumb. <laughs> I think she should have said, "I, I anything else, vote. anything else." I don't else. get yeah. to vote there. Who cares? Why yeah. ask me that? Go ask someone who's and American. She said it caught her off yes. guard, but they kind of they kind of gave a good long uh, blah, blah, thing. Blah. But right. anyway, so that's why Shania has been in the news. All right. If you're wondering, Gwyneth Paltrow says she gave an interview with the Sunday Times. Everyone's talking to the London papers. She says Brad Falchuk. Because is her first adult relationship, um, and okay. I guess when I think of her, you know, she, her guys Ben Affleck, Brad Pitt. She was like five or six years older than Chris Martin. He was only twenty five, and and he was very inexperienced. And he said that when they got married, he was the second lover. Yeah, so she was thirty. Um, you know. The headline, you know, it's her first adult relationship, and I can see where that would be a slam because she always talks about her ex-husband as her brother. She doesn't say that in this interview. She doesn't, but I think what she's really just trying to say is she had a little bit up on, you know, old Coldplay guy because she was so much older. And she's not even really talking about him. She Really, she said, in the past, what I've done is I go get into relationships with men 
who had intimacy issues. So right. that way it could keep me from getting too close and it mm-hmm. was an easier thing. I can see that. That's I totally that, see this. Yeah, I'm I can't believe we're agreeing with you, Goopy, I do. but I can see it. She said he challenges her. He she says I'm in an adult relationship that sometimes feels uncomfortable. The Hollywood speak he's spanking her and she's no longer doing spanking. She's duties. not in charge. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's not trying to guess if he likes her that day or not. Yeah. Tom Hiddleston says I'm just sort of like an overgrown ginger kid from Wimbledon. What does that mean? He was doing promotional <laughs> work for, of course, his work with Marvel and the yes. Avengers. Yep. Infinity was talking to BBC Radio 1. And, of course, Loki is who Tom Hiddleston plays. Yes. And I know you don't watch it, Julia. But um, he said, when people meet me, he tells BBC Radio 1, they're confronted by my kind of shattering ordinariness and realize there's absolutely nothing that resembles anything divine. I'm just sort of like an overgrown ginger kid from Wimbledon. Yeah, I'm just an overgrown English boy. Yeah, I'm surprised anyone recognizes him from With Loki the to the ginger Because because he's got such dark hair as yeah. Loki. It's and like you know what's yeah. interesting about different. him saying this? Is he's kind of just saying, I don't have a lot going on for me. I'm just your average guy. And remember when he s- did his acceptance speech? He's a thoughtful, reticent ginger man. I don't feel like he's who that. got burned by snake love, Julia. He didn't love her. He knew no. what he was in for. Yeah, maybe, but he got burned by the snake love because um. remember he had to go dark. All those bad headlines. It really it didn't bring his Off star power up at all. He no. was he was a little bit mysterious and anonymous, and then we found out that he was a loser. Yeah, that was uncomfortable for yeah. us. Paris Hilton calls her fans Little Hiltons. They just genuinely love me. Awesome. She says, it's amazing to watch my fans grow up because I've known them since they were little. I've been through so much in life and I don't really trust people. I've just grown accustomed to being bleeped over with my fans. They genuinely love me. Little Hiltons. Nice. I just don't know how to... (laughs) I'm... Struggling to find anything to say because I want to ask you this one. Okay. Amy Schumer wants to get high with Gail King. Um, Gail has never tried it in her life and she wants to be Gail's first. Uh, you know what? That would be, you know, I guess a good mm-hmm. marijuana goal if okay. you're in the okay. celebrity and world. You know what? Find they both somebody admitted. who's never. I personally hope uh, Gail's first time is with Snoop Dogg. Well, that'd be mm-hmm. that'd be okay, good. listen to this, Even though. though she might pass out. So Amy Schumer was on a Super Soul Sunday podcast with um, Oprah. Oh, is that where this came yeah, up? Yeah, okay. and she said, and they both agreed that they hide in bathrooms at parties. I don't believe it for a second. Did they used to? They're not doing that now. This sounds disingenuous. I don't believe not that. Not anymore. Okay. Did you ever hide in a bathroom? No, I mean, are they were they talking in the past? I, it didn't even say. Probably. I yeah. mean, neither one of those ladies are hiding in a bathroom now. People come and find them. Get your ass out here. Exactly. We want you to be funnier. We want to get a photo with you or right. whatever. Whatever celebrities say to other celebrities at the But you know those parties. people that at parties are in bathrooms too long. You know there's no good going on in there. Yeah, what are you doing in there? Let me in. I want some. <laughs> that would have been the 80s. Yeah, that's the 90s would that's be. The 80s, what yeah. are you doing in there? Let us in. We Let, want some. Right. <laughs> the 2000s would have we been. We can hear you. Right. Get off your phone and get out here. 
Do your social media. You know, YouTube is 12 years old today. I'm going to try to find our YouTube channel, Lori and Julia. Oh, you we could had find it. it. Remember, we did that one we video did, for it. One, Aaron, one. We, did we were one so video. dedicated. Yeah, but we usual. had tubes as and we usual. jumped up <laughs> and down on a trampoline and we said, we're YouTube, YouTube. Mm-hmm. We don't know what it is. YouTube. No, Donnie, you should find it and post it. Because uh, I think it would be a classic. It would be you would be, it's a classic. Okay. All right, we'll be back.